Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, yesterday we learned that about a 1,000 Afghan refugees have already arrived here in Canada, the U.S., several European countries, uh, India, Pakistan, Iran, uh, Uganda, have also agreed to take in refugees. It's one thing, however, to evacuate Afghans from the war-torn country, but what are the challenges with resettling them? Emily Regan-Wills is an associate professor with the School of Political Studies at the University of, of Ottawa, and she joins us now. Emily, how are you? Good, Derek. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming on. There are tens of thousands of people who are hoping to flee Afghanistan. This is a monumental effort. It really is. And I think it's important to to recognize that there are a couple things going on simultaneously. What we're seeing in terms of uh, trying to get vulnerable people out of Kabul right now is about trying to identify people who would otherwise have to flee in a much more dangerous circumstance, not that the one they're in right now isn't dangerous, but getting people who had been very involved or had had role that could be identified um, with the previous government. But the other side of this is that Afghanistan has been producing refugees for decades, uh, predating even the 2001 war. And so um, in addition to these thousands of people who desperately need to leave directly from Kabul now, we also have uh, at least 2.5 million Afghan refugees worldwide who are outside of Afghanistan and not in a stable situation. So it's a big, challenging, humanitarian uh, situation that we're looking at right now and trying to figure out what Canada can do to intervene. And whenever we hear the term refugees, some people might think that resettling refugees is a drain on the economy, but we've seen quite the opposite. So the uh, economics of this don't lie, which is that refugees uh, usually take a couple of years to get settled, but then become as economically productive as any other segment of society. Um, Refugees usually have particular challenges because of the different circumstances they've been in for youth, there's usually some miseducation, so there's a need to get them back on an educational track. But fundamentally, the conditions that create refugees um, hit everybody equally. And so the refugee populations that we resettle include people with degrees, include people with business-owning experience, um, include people who have a wide variety of ways to contribute. So I think they do require... Um, if people are being resettled out of an active conflict zone or out of long-term uh, refugee situations, they need a combination of kind of emotional and material support. I have to say I've been involved in private refugee sponsorship per- personally for about the last six years. And the people we've resettled, you know, all struggle with the trauma and the, the losses they faced, but all of them have really settled in wonderfully and are just like every other Canadian at this point. Uh, We only have about 30 seconds. How's the placement of these individuals and families decided? Um, So there's a difference between government-sponsored refugees who are distributed kind of across the country where there's capacity to support them and privately-sponsored refugees who can be resettled anywhere as long as there are people who are there to kind of support them and do a lot of that important work. So I think we're going to see 
So we're going to see a distribution of the folks who are going to be coming in to different parts of the country, um, much like we saw with the Syrians, not going to be localized to one place. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.